live and direct right now. We are live and direct. What I wanted to try and do is if we like okay gadgets. Get okay gadgets when playing gadgets. What? And then that way we can like groove with you know what I mean. But yesterday I didn't know how to do this. Yeah. So I looked it up last night. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Brother Wayne's talk show here, live and directed. Diamond Head overlooking Diamond Head buoy at this time. Right at is Fale, we would say in Laie, Hale in Wainai, and Home in Waikiki. So cool music, man. Wayne dragged me all the way over here from Kalihi Valley to his beautiful home in his kitchen to get this interview we're going deep gang we are going to go deep in a loving way today of the birthplace of natural vibrations and how the humble beginnings and it's still going strong if you really think about it but people gotta know the history of how the band was birthed from the beginning 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 it's really important and maybe one day we're going to be in the bishop museum uh stuffed what do you call that uh <laughs> we ain't gonna have his guitar gonna have my drums but we're gonna be all what they call that we can get the uh, the deer on the wall they call that there's a word hyperbolical word for that oh we're gonna be like wax Ta- taxidermy okay. yeah me and you gonna be taxiderm <laughs> taxidermy yeah at the like bishop the- museum before when we used to play music is that like the planet of the uh planet of the apes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they all got stuffed eh? yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be stuffed at the bishop museum <laughs> like rigor mortis for life yeah but uh yeah man i'm here again for brother wayne so wayne when you're ready and all you ladies and gentlemen boys and girls kupuna everybody that's listening to this by the way in talk show you're gonna hear it live and direct right now right here let's do this brother what you got what you got? <laughs> <laughs> you ready for this bro i love it yeah. probably in the post we're gonna be all arranging them in spots it's gonna be super cherry nice you know. nice you want to do weather forecasts uh traffic yes uh, uh oh okay well as i was coming over here uh be careful ladies and gentlemen uh put a hole off ramp there was a little not fender bender but people don't know how to drive they're going over the double solid lines smashing up against everybody it's a mad mad also stay on your fault let it lane if you want to get through once you pass that true builder it opens up wide open you can go 100 miles an hour after that uh weather mostly sunny skies our trade winds are back after this all crazy past week we had lots of rain some windy conditions but a lot of flooding 14 for haleiwa and haula and all those places we are sorry but uh shocks cannot uh control nature nature always wins at the end but you gotta prepare always for the next time it's not if it's when it's going to happen again so just be ready we all got to be ready we all no can forget we live on a rock so that is brother wayne's forecast traffic and weather now let's get going with natty vibes natural vibrations however we want to call it thank you ladies and gentlemen (laughs) nice bro you got that radio voice, bro. Let me tell you that, man. You just, you just <laughs> stick to him, man. How, how many times have you done these interviews? This is in my history with um, band. Was This is like number two. <laughs> Second time. <laughs> Second time. But, you know, drummers are always in the back. And that's what we ask for. Um, we're always... In the back, obviously, when you see on stage, drummers are located in the back, possibly on the risers. So when I was in the studio, guess where I was? In the back. But uh, <laughs> it's not me that they're going to interview. They're going to always interview the front guys. And that's totally fine because they are the front guys. They're the guys with the microphones and they're the guys that represent 
the bands or whoever you play for for future band members uh, when you start a band don't forget that whoever is in the front singing people are going to recognize you as the leader of the band not mr keyboard player not the manager who's doing all the groundwork in the back or not the drummer whoever is it's going to be the front guys that always get recognized and be approached for the next gig or for any promotions or anything that's that's the nature of the beast mm-hmm. so whoever is in the front for those of you who are going to start a band just a friendly note that's what's going to happen to you so just eliminate all the the headache and just pass them on to the manager or the leader of the band it says you know what i have a manager i have somebody to talk to, for you to talk to and you just focus on your show because you're yeah. the front guy you have a show to put on you got to get the crowd going if you're not getting the crowd going you got to keep the band in line at the same time so just remember the love of the music and also the people is the power not radio stations yeah they play your music but let me explain people is the power because they're the one that call in those radio stations to request for a band or a particular song and if they love your music they're gonna call they're gonna request they're gonna email they're gonna want you and if you don't ratings are gonna go down and that's how it works it works hand in hand and you don't want no key or anything against anybody with radio stations you want to be on one accord and so with that said it would be very nice to be together promote each other whoever it may be and then you guys move forward and you're only as strong as your weakest link. So whoever is the leak, weak, I wouldn't say even weak, but whoever's having the hardest time playing music, just go behind that person as the whole band and you lift everybody up together as one. You guys move up, one band, one sound. And that's, that's what it's all about. We move up as one family. Nobody's higher than the other. Yes, going back to lead singers, keyboard players, bass players, percussionists, guitar players, all that stuff. But it's one band, one sound. We're only as strong as our weakest link. And that was given to me from a pastor who is right now cruising with Jesus in heaven. His name was Brother Jesse. Uh, I don't want to say his last name. because I love you, Brother. I know you're not here anymore, but uh, love the family too. And whoever's listening to this you know who I'm talking about. But uh, he was a mentor also to me. And so God bless you, bro. Hope to see you soon. Not too soon, but uh, we'll see you in heaven, my man. And uh, yeah, so you're only as strong as your weakest link. Move up together as one band, one sound. All right. What we got, brother? Brother, wisdom coming out of you right now is just, I'm just standing there in amazement, man. <laughs> smiling. <laughs> smiling. Because, hey, today on the show, I like to, uh, I'm very glad to have brought a core, right our on. original, right on. Our original member and right on. the founding member of Natural Vibrations, everybody. Oh, Give you. it up for core, Ricky. Hey, Barra. school name, Ricky. Aye, <laughs> That's my school name, but Bro. everybody knows me. Do you like Ricky. that name? Sorry, mom. You, you look I love like, you, but you no. like you look like how I feel about my nickname, Winnie Boy. Oh, that sounds better than Ricky. Oh, Ricky, Chai, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> Wait, I still get cold. I'm going boy. Uh, I'm like in my fifties, baby. Yeah. And I and I always felt that way, kind of like how you. Yeah, I mean, no you could tell. Even Wayne, like, it's like. <laughs> You go and strong Ricky to me. That's like playing your Ricky Martin. Well, yeah, I'm not Ricky, even close to that guy. Who's the Ricky from uh, Ricky like, Lake? Oh, no, 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 no. But actually, there's a second nah. half to it. There's a hyphen. It's actually Ricky Lee. Yeah, that's right. And uh, people that like now, if I talk to them today, and they call, "Hey, Rick," I don't look. <laughs> oh, I gotta be Ricky Lee. No, no, they. I, I would look, but I wouldn't look until I hear go. Then I would, hey, all right. Then I would turn. <laughs> but some people, hey, you know Rick? Rick, who's that? I know go. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. his name. Oh, oh, vice versa. You, you know go. Oh, who Rick? Yeah, I never know his name was go. Yeah, so I'd rather be called go. So mm-hmm. whoever of you, those of you who don't know me. 
my name is Koa, but if you call me Rick, that's fine. I'm like my mom pull my ear because after she listen to this. Yeah, name me for one reason, ah, eh? Ricky. And what's the Lee for? I don't know. Bruce Lee. Uh, yeah, I was hoping that, but <laughs> that's my belief. Ricky Bruce Lee is my brother. I mean, it man. sounds like a like on stage name, just Ricky Lee. Ricky Lee. Mm-hmm. Never thought about that one, brother. But uh, I could run with that. That sounds badass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, moving on. That's good. This kind of interviews. I like to bring out the things that. We don't know, you know, yeah, okay. yeah, and and everything is, you know, we're gonna get into it with brother Cole today. But yeah, leave me, yeah. I mean, we already started. I want to have to edit <laughs> him behind this part. Taking okay? too long. Taking no, not long. taking that, too that, long. That, 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 Just it's it's all good. It's right all on. good because I I. But now, how's this? I'm so blessed that you're here today. Cause thank you, Bob. Oh, what, thank what, you. what was that? No, no. Uh, going back to my name, so. Okay, Ricky would mm-hmm. be my school name, Ricky. Mm-hmm. And then everybody, all my brother Wayne, them, the band, everybody called me Koa. Mm-hmm. But my family, my immediate family, all my cousins, they call me Kekoa. Oh. That's is, what they know me by. Is um Kekoa. Is Kekoa your on your birth certificate? Yes. My, oh, actually yeah. my whole name is Kekoa Okalani. Oh, is, is my okay. my whole Hawaiian name. It's short, but it means warrior of heaven. Yes. Uh, God's soldier, and uh, I'm hoping that to be God's soldier as we live now, and as I walk in on this earth today, that I represent Him and I, it's to my best. I remember Koa uh, would would always make sure that we we gave praise to the Most High. Yep, yep. Amen to that, bro. Amen to. And I'm. Um, I wanted to ask him if you wanted to start this off. You know. Yep. Let's with do a, this. With a prayer with a pule. Yeah? Yes, yes. We're going to have to do knuckle yes, prayer. Knuckle, knuckles, bro. Okay, everybody listening, let's all pull it Bow your head, close your eye, and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we humbly come before you this time, Father God, just to give you glory, just to give you honor, just to give you praise. Thank you for this time, this fellowship time with Brother Wayne and those of you who are in listening to this this podcast or whatever it is, Father. And I just thank you for everything that you have given us. Just the simple things, the breath of life, our health, our strength, the gifts and talents that you have given us. And those of you who have your gifts and talents, please use them in Jesus' name. Just thank you for this day, that we have a blessed day today, and this interview will be great, that you be glorified, not core, not Wayne, not Natural Vibes, is you, Father God, be glorified in this interview. In Jesus' name, humbly pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Here we go hey, now. That was like the thing that uh, that, that kept us so unified back yep. then. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you know why, yeah? I tell you the secret, guys. I tell you the secret why. The secret is because when you put God first in your life. God says, seek the kingdom of God first, and everything else shall be added unto you. That's what it says. You, go, you can look it up. If, for those of you on the computer, Google them. Uh, Google. It'll be Matthew yeah. 6, 33, you know. Uh, Proverbs, got them also. 5 and 6. Uh, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and everything else shall be added unto you. And to love him. To love him because he loves you and he chose you for a reason. So everybody, imagine that. Everybody on this earth has a calling in your life that he has for you. You just got to plug in. And that's what you got to do is just accept the Lord, Savior Jesus Christ as your Lord, your God. Rely on him. Admit that you are a sinner, that he died for you on the cross for you. That you imperfect, but he is perfect, and you just surrender your life to him. And when you say that repentance prayer, bro, your lamb, your 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 name will be written in heaven in the Lamb's book of life. So when you be absent here, when you close your eyes for the last time here on earth, you're gonna open it up looking at Jesus for the first time in person, bro. How's that one? That's a free one for you. <laughs> All right, bro. Right on. 
Bro, that was a daily occurrence. Daily oh, yeah. Vibe. Yeah. So anyway. It's cool. Um, we, we used to pray, yeah? We used to pray the, because of that, yeah. Yeah. And because we used to pray, we didn't have, we was just playing in one accord, the band, every time. Yeah, we would have a little bit hiccups here and there, but for the most part, the band was blessed, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, Felt that way. Yeah. It, it really did. So that's another secret yeah. for for those of you who are starting bands or already started the band. Put God first and see what's going to happen. Try challenge. Try challenge. Yeah. The, um, let's go back to our first day. Ooh. All right. First day. But before we start, question zero. <laughs> I have to add zero on the top. <laughs> That's a first. This one's gonna be um, a test of of memory. Mm. Yeah, I tested Jamal and I got an answer. Oh boy! I won't test you and I don't get. All right, the question is: What year did we start? Okay, what you what you mean by start? Like practice start or like? Okay, when do we start? The band. What? When, when was your date? Okay, with the band was started on this date. Ooh. So a uh, year and a month. I I think this is coming from what I experienced. The day that we started was that very first day that me and Wayne, and we can get into details about that. Actually, brought all the equipment over to Kahalu. Mm-hmm. We rolled out the carpet, put all the instruments and sound system on top, and we played for, I don't know, eight hours, I wouldn't say, <laughs> straight, same no break. Same two chords all the way Same up. two chords. <laughs> um, Lover's nah. Moon, Uncle Butch, yeah. Um, that day, what year would that be? Year I would say 1990, ooh, what, 1991? 1991, what month? Was it hot that day? Jeez, I, I don't know what month, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Mm-hmm. I was going to say September. Okay, cool. Yeah. September 91 is noted. Yeah. For cool. <laughs> Something like that. It's wrong. It's so wrong. I'm going to ask everybody. Yeah. And then see what yeah. and see, And then I'm going to average them out. And I guess it's going to be around that time. Yeah. Because the shack at that time was wide open in Kahalu, meaning it wasn't closed off or oh. anything. It was raw garage. And uh, we yeah. made it to a practice. Those days, place. I remember playing, look, staring out the driveway. Yeah, watching cars go by <laughs> between the Ulu tree. Kids, the kids. The kids playing, running in the middle. Yeah. And yeah, just all family-oriented practice that we had. Uh, lo and behold, but after that day, Wayne had to still do his time with the military and he still had to like, he had like what, six months left? Yeah. He had about six months left. So he had to still be at Schofield doing his time. I had more time left, but I made my time short. Yeah. That, Cause it was, it was all his stuff. Yeah. All the equipment, all the mic stands, the mics, the, uh, the board, um, nah, nah, nah. the drum set. The drum set. The Rogers drum set. Bro, had <laughs> yellow glitter on top. That was a killer drum set. That was the first time I actually had a drum set for myself. Besides Brother Mark. Remember Brother Mark? Yeah. He used to have a Ludwig, I think. Ludwig or Pearl. I think it was a Ludwig. And I would borrow him. I would be begging him just to borrow this to play it. But that happened in 1990. What was, what, what was Mark's last name? I forget. I forget. Not Mark yeah. Talent. The other one, yeah. No. With, with the mustache. Yeah, but Portuguese. Ma- Portuguese brother. Yeah. Portuguese brother. He had the killers, guys. He had the killers. <laughs> he was the supplier <laughs> for Kahalu. One of them. The good one ones. of them. The good, he, the good ones. The and good ones. he would come by, supply, come mm-hmm. by and supply. And uh, he had a drum set. And I would ask That's him right. at the wheeling deal. He says, Brother Mark can borrow your drum set. We can leave them over here. I'll take care of it. And anytime you like play them, going to be right here. And he said, shoots. And he even set them up. And so I had them for playing a little bit. Just to this jam with the radio. Yeah. At the time was FM 100. Uh, jamming with them. 
or whoever playing. So I sat in with Kapena, I sat in with Fiji, I sat in with Hoi Kane, uh, who else? I sat in with Inner Circle and Stupos and Oswald. <laughs> All these bands that was playing on the radio, I sat in with them. <laughs> Manao Company, brothers, h o w s e brother out there? I did some jamming with them too. Yeah. And uh, geez, the list goes on. The list goes on. Sorry if I forgot you, but I was jamming with you guys back then, and it all started with a dream. It all started with a dream and a desire to start a band. And I'd been telling these guys for years, uh, not weighing them, but just telling my close friends and family, I'm gonna start one band, bro. I'm gonna start one band. In the meantime. I was actually going out and watching uh, Macho and the Cool Connection watch them play. In fact, back it up. There was one Christmas Ho'olaulea in Kaneohe, right in front of Long's Drugs Store at Woodward uh, Shopping Center, not Woodward City, but the one across from Woodward Mall. And there was a Ho'olaulea. There's three stages. And one stage had jazz, one stage had the military, and one stage had local. And then all of a sudden, we parked at the mall. I was walking across because it was a whole lot there, and I see these four Jamaican guys standing up with dreadlocks. And like, who the heck is this? And they played the very first song, Roots song, and the bass line went. And then the keyboard came in, jank, 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 jank. And then the drummer had an electronic kit, and they put it all together, and it sounded killer without no vocals. And watching these guys play roots reggae in front of my very own eyes. This is what I wanted to do right here. I wanted to. This is it right here. And then the rain came, and shut everything down. Then everything finished that song. Who were they? Macho. Oh, that was Macho. And the Cool Connection. Yeah. Oh, so it, it was a little different back then. It was a little different back then. And then one day, uh, Macho was playing at this place called the Back Door, and it was located by the airport. And you could bring your fish cooler inside with loaded poke, loaded beers. Kind of two guys, everybody grab on side. <laughs> the, the big white coolers loaded. You pay, I think it was five bucks for getting per person. You pay ante. You go in. You you choose your table. You sit down. You bust out your poke. You bust out your beers. Uh, if you want to be at the about side. <laughs> But Macho would be jamming on whole set. In fact, he'd be jamming for like three hours. So I approached him one day, like Macho, bro, how you do you do this? Like how much you charge and stuff? And you know what he told me? I charge eight hundred man, eight hundred. Anyway, back then I thought, oh, that's kind of like big money. But today, jeez, you know how much people charge now. But yeah, I was just like, that was my first encounter with a real reggae band. And then I ran into Dreda Shanti, that was playing in Kailua, mm -hmm. and they were jamming. And then I ran into, they used to be called Roots, Natty Roots, mm -hmm. Isa Blue them. I got Isa Blue on the list. He's, he's nice. Do an interview here too. Nice. Yeah, yeah brother Isa, Pupa Isis, yeah. Drummy, all those brothers. Um, they were jamming too. And now they changed the name to the Hardcore Crew. But before that, they they were called Roots Daddy Roots, and then I think uh, Willie K signed them. They did a jam, yep, and Willie right. K came and signed them. And uh, Jada Shanti, too bad. I don't know who signed them, but they did a couple of albums as well, and it was super super killer. And I used to see them, and they were playing at uh, what is that one way in Kailua, the No Name Bar, <laughs> and he, it that was, was free. That was our first. Yeah, steady Eddie. That was our um, natural vibe. Sunday night was it? Sunday night, Sunday night at the back door, <laughs> featuring natural vibrations. But all of that was on a chalkboard, so you you gotta read the <laughs> yeah. chalkboard. If not, would have Jada Shanti. If not, would have you know Rossi Nando, you know, or Macho or whatever. And then that was our first gig every Sunday night. Mm -hmm. 
would be no that name, we, we no locked it bar, in. Uh. No name bar. And we had a big following. Uh, just from that, people would come. They could You could get reggae music on a Sunday night there in Kailua for free. Never had no uh, cover charge at all. And we got good money uh, just to playing. And we met a lot of great people then. That was our humble beginnings. Uh, but still, we can go back even further. I think I'm jumping ahead of myself. Let's go deeper, Wayne. <laughs> go wherever you want to okay. go. Okay, so going back to me and Brother Wayne, it was a Thanksgiving party in Haula. Is that right? Yeah. And um, I was with uh, my brother-in-law, Kaitin, and his wife, Mokihana, and the whole gang. And we went to the Miller's house. And all of a sudden, I look across the street, and with my desire of music and wanting to start a band, I seen every single instrument up without anyone playing, especially the drums, the yeah. Yellow Rogers kit. Had brought a Wayne jamming on guitar, had his brother's friend playing the bass, but never have one drama. And I was like, oh, bro, I was like sweating, everything like jittering. Had to make doo-doo because I was all nervous. <laughs> but no one can make doo-doo because everybody's sharing the bathroom. When you get one bathroom, so you got to hold them. <laughs> and then uh, I just went had the guts. We'll go, bro, I can jam with you guys, what? And then brother go, yeah, go, shoot, bro. Right there, jam them. Had the drumsticks. And I think the first song we didn't play was one CNK song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then from there, I freaking super glued my ass to that seat so nobody could peel me off. <laughs> and I sat on that kit until it was time for shot down, which I don't know how long we yeah. we played for until I, oh, that brought on the bass had to go. He, he had to do something. It was late already, but we still wanted to play all night. And that's when Wayne came up to me after. He goes, brother. Hit me up. Is this my number? Yeah, shoot. You have my number too. Call me up. I got nervous because my dream became a little bit more real. I'm like, whoa, there's a chance that, that we could really do this, you know? And so I think a couple months later, yeah, not too long after, yep. brother Wayne and call, bro. Wayne and call me. And he goes, bro, what you doing? Hey, what's up, brother Wayne? Bro, I get all the instruments. So what? We're going to do this or what? Yeah, and when I say yeah, <laughs> it means yeah, we're going. Yeah. And guys can vouch for me, you know. And so, yeah, okay, come, Schofield. You got to go over to this gate, where I sponsor you in. We go. I drive all the way from Kahalu, all the way down Schofield, and <laughs> I see Wayne. All the instruments all out, ready, suit. I reversed my truck. I had a lifted um, Chevrolet 10-inch lift with, uh, Mickey Thompson, uh, 35s or 40s. Bugger was up high. We load them up, load the back of my truck with all the instruments. I had the snare drum sitting on a stand and then had this guy's marching information. And then Brother Wingo, go, what's this? What's this? What's this? And what you did, bro? What was that groove you did? <laughs> Bruh, I thought the MPs was going to come, <laughs> put us on the ground, and put us yeah. in the brig. I thought we was going down. Nah, those, but those guys, they like it. Yeah, they yeah. were in perk up. Yeah. When I saw that, they were in perk up, and they started to march harder because now they get one groove to, to march with. And that was pretty heavy. That was the first time. Me, personally, I wouldn't have done that because I thought I would get arrested. <laughs> but brother, when he now for doom. So. Nah, I was getting kicked out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting kicked out anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's right there. We loaded up. Okay, follow, follow, shoot. And we didn't drive all the way to Kahalu. Yeah. And we had on piece of carpet. And we didn't lay them out. And we put all the instruments. We didn't set them up. And we did a two-card song. We never know no name, no nothing. We just did anything with the keyboard the church's keyboard because in Kahalu, Uncle Dem had one church um, building or like a room on the other side. 
And so what we did was we, we couldn't carry them because it was too heavy. We just went turn up the volume super loud, extra loud. So we could hear that skank with Wayne skanking the two chords and me playing drums. No bass. We never have on bass yet. Yeah. Although the bass was, we never had bass yet. No, nobody was done. No, no bass. And we played all night. We loved it. We had a blast. And people was like bobbing their head and skanking. We never even have a name yet for the band. And then so after Wayne had to go back and do his time, whatever that, six months, I went on a mission to go to downtown Concert Sound, meet up with Jim Kenner or whoever I could, and started to buy instruments, buy mics, buy sound system, buy wires, wheel and deal, um, trade, things on consignment, anything. My whole paycheck almost went to just buying speakers or just yeah. just getting stuff. And when I met up with Jim Kenner and I told him my dream, he believed me. He, I guess he saw it in his eyes that there was something there without even seeing us play it. And we started to just jam, 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 jam. At one point, bro, how's this gang? We had 17 band members of Natural Vibrations. I thought it was 18, but who's, Let's say who's, 18. Count, who's counting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say 18. <laughs> Sorry. Let's say 18. And we had, I mean, we had a bunch of percussion players. The original percussion player, his name was Dave, brother Dave Loganville. He was our original. I asked him to be our percussionist, but he lived in Hawaii Kai, so he had a hard time making practice. So he he humbly said, I cannot. I said, okay, thank you for your honesty. And then we had like five more percussionists to go. So there's a long line of guys. We had uh, three keyboard players. We had like four uh, guitar players. We had two bass players. And we had about uh, maybe four lead singers. <laughs> yep. But the true lead singer was this guy, Romy Paaga. Mm -hmm. And he was the front man. And uh, we had a bass player. And his name was Heath, brother Heath. He was playing bass. We had Keone on keys. Keone Macariola on keyboards. We had Shane Abraham, of those of you who know who he is. He's the, now the keyboard player. Uh, always been the keyboard player, actually, for Natural Vibes. Uh, Keone went over to bass when Heath left. Um, he, he also had to work and had a hard time making practice. However, the blessing that came from Heath was introducing us to Penny because Penny was uh, backup vocals and he was also, a, I think, if I'm not mistaken, brother, you worked for Napa, Napa Auto Parts, and used to deliver parts because you used to come by with your Napa shirt after to practice. And we would come practice, and we busted out Lover's Moon because that's the only song that you knew real good. And I think Stare It Up, too. And we just jammed that song all night long because we just loved it, you know. And then... um. Another song, Ring the Alarm. Remember that one? Because mm -hmm. Heat knew the bass line for that. And uh, whatever song that somebody knew, we would try jam them, try to figure out the keys and go from there. What was Heat's um, last name? I forget. Sorry, brother Heat. Yeah. I, so I, was, just, I, was, trying, I was trying to find him and, and see if I can get him in on a... On an on a interview. Yeah. 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 Van, brother Van. That's, that's their, their yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah that's brother right. Van. So they go make green light. Uh. Green light. That's brother Van. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if Heat played bass for them too. Yeah. His Heat. Uh, Kahi. No, no. Uh, Kai Kili. Oh. No Kai Kili on the guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Van. I don't know who the drummer was. Not Jimmy. Wasn't Jimmy. I forget. Yeah. Or was Green Light. Uh. Was green I thought light. that was a cool name for him, Van. Yeah. Green Light. And he was good. He was good at, at what yeah. he was doing too. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the same time, we were just plugging away, pounding, ground and pound, just keep going. Yeah. Every Mondays and Thursday nights, we had practice from 7 to 10. Sometimes <laughs> later, depending. But how's this? We used to be all open, but one day, <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys a deep secret, Kahalu secret. We saw one house about a mile down the road. That was building and had all kinds of supplies, bro, in the garage. Drywall, oh, no. plywood, uh, two by fours. And we all the boys said, wow, we'll check them out about 
nine o'clock at night. So I would get my big truck. Let's go, boys. Pile. We all went. What? No one there. Reverse the truck. Load them up. We load some stuff, some scraps. And we brought them back. And then we set them up. We enclosed the shack. We put drywall. And brother Dane went help us. He was the construction guy. We set them up. And then we like get splatter paint, yellow, red, green. We had the brush and we just splatter them all over the place. I mean, change the light bulbs and put red and green and fluorescent, um, whatever that like color the black is. Light, the yeah, black, black light. light. Yeah, yeah. yeah I and mean, go get, I went to the light bulb source. For those of you who remember the light bulb source on Ward Avenue, they had it. And I bought them all and set them all up so we had an ambiance of, of the, uh, the practice. And we made it on door because people would come and they would kind of like interrupt our practice and they would want to come and sing with us. And wasn't not to disrespect nobody, but we needed to get more serious. The band was getting more and more serious from, from 18 was coming down to 12. It was coming down to nine. It was coming down to seven. And then it came down to the final six guys. Maybe seven, but Uncle Junior. Uncle Junior was the fab seven. Uh-huh. And um, with that said, we used to play. You know what was our cost, bro? Remember, Brother Wayne, what was our cost for jam one night? Was it three or two? Nope. F- okay, here's a trivia for you. Where was our f- first real gig? Then we got paid. Uh, well, the first real gig to us, Pink's Garage. Don't like, back them up some more. Like, but that was the first like public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, venue. well, first public venue. Venue, venue was. But the, the first gig that I can remember was Oli's house, and the house was being constructed. Yeah, that was the first gig, and we Oli's, had, yeah. we had hey, house speakers. The kind was there too, I think. No. Uh, Eyes of Blue. Oh, yeah? Oh, I, I don't remember that one. I must have been blind on Maybe that one. Maybe it was one. on Auto Party. But uh, ah. that was the, the that first. Oli's house, yeah? Oli's house. And then where Oli. was our first gig in Wamanalo? Oh, I, maybe where you, you I were I forget Brother's name. Um, Gene. Uh, Brother Gene. With the then. eyes. Yeah, with the color eye. Brother Gene. Body uh, I, I can point the house out. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I drive past. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah. And it kind of went bust down eh, and then. Yeah, rebuild. Uh, I think his brother was Kavika. Kavika is the name of Kavika had another brother in between that. And our cost was one case of beer <laughs> and one bag of weed. Oh, That yeah. was our charge. And uh, we did it. It was Brada's birthday. It went rage. It went rage. And that's when we brought in Joe yeah. Ayatollah Espinda, yeah. Uncle Butch Halimano's keyboard player, for play with us. Yeah, I remember. That was the first time he jammed with yeah, us. Yeah, first time. What the? Yeah, he was humbled. Not humbled, but how would you say? He came down from his expertise to, to play with us and kind of show us the right way also. To kind of mentor us, give us some mana and what we needed to do, what we needed to sound like. And he stayed with us for a long time. In fact, he became our kind of like our manager and, and book booker. And then we another venue that we had was Compadres. Remember that one? Mm-hmm. Compadres. And that one had everybody playing there. Jada Shanti. I remember THC. I remember that gig as one of the first times we got paid. Yep. Hundred bucks. Yep. Say, wow. Yep. Then the line went outside the door, down the hall, down the sidewalk, mm-hmm. as we were playing, and we were like, "Whoa!" And the windows were all fogging up because there was so much people yep. in there. The AC couldn't handle it. And we used to draw pictures in a member. Yep. <laughs> yep. Draw silly things. Yep. And then had Jada Shanti. They would be in there as well. All, yep. all the other reggae artists would come and watch us play as well, and that's how we became more and more known from other artists and then as we got better and better we would bring up you know uh Aital to come and sing with us a song mm-hmm. uh Rasinando to come sing one song Macho Uncle Bucha Limano come sing one song uh Uncle Sam from the Mele Rasta mm-hmm. 
come and sing one song. Even Capernaum, I don't think Kelly Boy came and sing one song. I don't think I don't so. recall that. Yeah, me too. I'll take that back. Sorry, Uncle Kelly. But, um, We're not that good. Who yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, wasn't, we wasn't worthy <laughs> at that time still. And still, we're not worthy to play with you. You're awesome. No, they were, they are awesome, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like when, uh, when I was at Schofield, one of the first things, they, the thing they got me going was this this flyer came up in the barracks. Mm. Said they was having this concert. First time ever I even seen one flyer like that. Inside the and base. In the base, on our bulletin board. Mm. And I said, oh, Willie K, Levaya, Levaya, and Kapena. Wow. So Levaya went first, mm. and they were solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Willie K came on next by himself, holding on guitar. Yeah. And, and I was thinking, what is this guy going to do? Yeah. First time I've seen him. Mm. And his appearance, I, and it's like I've seen this guy a thousand times before from Haula. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He looked like Haula yeah. to me. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what this guy going to do? Ah. And drop his shades down. Nobody wanted him to, to, get, to off. get off. Yeah. Yeah, and this and this all howlies, mm-hmm. it's all military howlies. We never seen this guy before, yeah, yeah. and he's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I heard of the on the radio. Yeah, yeah. And that's good, right? But seen him live, and he just right. standing with his guitar, and I right. was like, "What this guy going to do?" Yeah, and then yeah. he blow me away. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's why this guy is yeah. up there. You know what I mean? It's a yeah. He's f- and then Capena went on after, and that was like the original. Yeah, the, yeah. the two tongans and what's yeah. the drummer's name? Brother E L ten. Yeah, it was L ten. Or, or or um what? um no, wasn't Eddie? No, not Eddie yet. Was was was, was Brother that? E or Joe? Brother Joe. Uh, Joe was, was the original drummer that I know. Then came Brother L ten after. I think it was L ten because he did the whole walk around the drum he, set. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He used yeah. to do his drum solo and yeah. he'd walk around on that. Yeah, yeah. And that was pretty cool because uh Brother E, Elton, uh Salam, uh Joe, they all I became friends with them and these guys are like my drum mentors. I even took a couple lessons with from Salam, but I mean just we came on jam session after that, and with brother E, he came to my house. He wanted to buy one of my drum sets, and he was just magically. You cannot even see the sticks. It's just a blur. That's how quick he was, and he was playing it. Never have stands. He was putting them in between his legs and playing them like like bongos. But he was a tom, and he was just going off with it. And then uh, he had a gig that night at Winter Mall with Capena. And I went and saw him play right after that. He went straight to the gig. And I was like, oh, my gosh, bro. This guy is a madman. And um, his brother, he goes, but it's nothing. Look at my brother. Ah. So I watched his brother in Tropical Nights by the guy. And I saw him play live. Like, oh, my gosh, his two brothers, magic drummers, man. And the list goes on. But it's just there's drummers alone and not knowing that you know, brother ADM was watching us too. You know, from the drummer Capena and all these uh, yeah, uh, upcoming up drummers and who I used to listen to as a drummer and take notes from was all from international drummers. Yeah, the local boys and names that I've I've said, but um, by watching was that VHS, I'd buy those tapes and watch uh, um, all these um, Oswald. And I used to watch Stu Pauls and I used to watch Bob Molly and just watch these guys and just try mimic and play along with what they're doing. It was hard to 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 see it because you have to rewind, play, rewind, play, rewind, trying to catch up. Too bad the camera wasn't on the drummer yeah, the whole time. Man. Yeah, that would be sick. Not like now you could just have the drummer got his own camera system right around the drum set. And now with technology, they break it down. They can chart it. And you can see exactly what they did, or they, or or even say right, right, left, left, right, or right, left, left, kick, right. All these kind of 
things, the patterns that the drummer would do, you break them down that easily now with technology of today. But back then, it was just all ears, and that was for me too. Yeah, you could read notes. Chuck James was my a friend of mine too, and he teaches a lot of people, including Eddie. And um, he 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 gave me some props, and I was kind of blown away. He goes, "You know what, this guy right now to one of his students, this guy is uh, unique because he doesn't take any lessons, but." Look how he sounds. He just goes by feel. And it's all come from the now and the desire to play. And when you get something that is desirable, whatever you want to do, you're just going to do 110% because you love it. You love what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm a kind of boy that came from my history. I came from mental class, from, from, from elementary to intermediate. And my friends, I used to walk in first day of school and they go, hey, Rick, what? You in this class? Where's boss? Yeah, well, what is this? They all laugh, bro. You stay with us, bro. You in the mental class, bro. <laughs> mental class. I'm like, what? All right, bro. We in the mental class. But we used to just throw paper airplanes, throw football, draw. I used to draw surf pictures on my folder, learn some some easy stuff. Was, the class was easy. It was an easy A. But it uh, was weird because when I graduated from that class, they moved me back up with the rest of the students. I would have a hard time, I guess, intimidation. I used to get all anxiety and like, oh, no, now I'm with the regular class and I would do shady. I would get C's, maybe B. But how my goal was always to get, remember, on a roll. Now, when you get that on a roll on that quarter, you get to go lunch early. And that was happening at King School. I don't know about Castle. That's where I graduated from. But King School, if you never had a C, you were in honor roll, and you could go to lunch 10 minutes early and get the cream of the crop. And I always tried. You know what I had? I had, um, I had like four A's, two B's, and one C. Or three A's, two B's, and one C. Six classes, yeah? So I had three A's, two B's, and one C. And that was either in English or... Or social studies. Everything else I had math, I had A's and B's and all, all the other ones, you know, wood, wood, wood craft, but took wood crafts and stuff like that. But when it came to uh, history or English, I had the hardest times about where the comma goes, question mark goes, the grammar of everything. Because we grew up in the pidgin language, I had a hard mm-hmm. time putting things into a proper paragraph till today. So we had to go mental class <laughs> <laughs> and then get one A. But going back to that, I never got honor roll. I never, oh. I never got it. I tried my best. Well, you only get two years anyway. But, you know, quarters, eight, eight tries, yeah? Four quarters, two years, eight tries. I never got it. Have you ever flunked a class? Yes. What class was that? English, <laughs> tenth grade. Should have guessed now. <laughs> tenth grade, uh, Miss Ching, Miss Ching. She made us read on book to kill a mockingbird. Uh-huh. I don't read. <laughs> I don't care about killing a mockingbird, but we had to read it and then answer the questions that came with it. And that was by you know week by week by by so long time, you would. You know, finish the book, and I wouldn't read it because I hated it, and I got an F for that quarter. And then what I did was, so I had to show my mom. Yeah, I make the F to an B. You know how yeah, we yeah, do that? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody did that. But okay. I had to do that for the other two quarters. <laughs> make B, make B, make B, and then she found out somehow that I had an F. But I still made it to the eleventh grade. But I just didn't like that teacher, and I. She knew I didn't like her, and she didn't like me either, and I didn't like reading Kill a, To Kill a Mockingbird. And I'm never going to forget that. And her name, Miss Ching. <laughs> I had Miss Johnson. You had an F2? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I changed them all to B. Yeah! How's <laughs> about a round of applause for us, guys? Oh, yeah. Local boys. Oh, that's yeah. okay, and you got to intercept the mail. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Inter- oh, oh. Oh, yeah, he's getting yeah, them yeah, in the yeah, mail, yeah, so I gotta yeah, intercept yeah. the mail, open them up, change them. <sighs> they gave them to us, you know. Sorry, change them. The mail came a little bit 
later for Castle, I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then changing them, changing them. I was like, you got to rip the sides open and crumple open them. We had to crumple them. Remember, yeah, we had to crumple look. them. Yeah, we <laughs> like, had them in your pocket the whole day. Oh, sorry. My mom would ask, how come it's so, you know, wrinkly? I had them in my pocket, mom. And then I show them to her and then you see the A's and B's and C's and then couldn't see the F. <laughs> was on was on B. Was camouflage. Yeah, camouflage B. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I hit my head on the microphone. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. So what you got, brother? You're doing pretty good with the microphone, but your, your technique is good. Right on. Right on. I'm gonna throw some names out at you. Okay. Um. You, you talked a little bit about Romy, yeah. What about Anthony? It was the singers. Can I say this? Anthony, a.k.a. Black Ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, bro? Brother Anthony. <sighs> I work as a lifeguard at Makaha. Now, uh, I'm down that side. And brother man is down down, down there. He still looks the same. Yeah. Like he never aged. Same. And you know what? He still can raga. He still can. Yeah. He's a hidden gem. That if somebody wants to trust him and pick him up and record him, he has a voice that no one, no, I never heard anybody else do here in Hawaii. Period. Maybe even in Jamaica, because he does it not only freestyle, he does it from the now and he just goes whatever he thinks he goes. He can just do it. He don't write them down, mm-hmm. and his tone of voice and the way that he does it. He just need a mean groove, a dancehall groove, and just take off the leash and let him go. And unfortunately, uh, choices, yeah, everybody has choices in life, and he's just uh, not making the choice to go into the studio or, or every time I throw it out to him, meet me, let's go. Let's go practice. Let's go see Brother Wayne and... You know, we'll try to do some dance all stuff and bring you up as a special guest. When you appear, we know what to do. We jam them and then boom, off you go. Somebody can recognize you and, and maybe sign a contract with you or whatever. But uh, he never. Uh, maybe he's scared, intimidation, and I get it. Uh, but you get one family that will stand behind you. So uh, same thing with uh, Mr. Romy Paaga. Yeah. Uh, he wrote Anytime. a bunch of songs, and he still would sing and when called upon. Uh, but he was well, well capable of of doing his own band too. Uh, in fact, he had it. He had a band called Natural Vibrations, and he decided to move on his own way. Uh, choices, yeah, choices. People make choices in life, and whatever the choices that you make today will affect you down the future. So. Choose wisely. Don't choose off of impulse. Just think about it. And what, the beginning of this interview, pray about it. Just close the door, get on your knees, and ask the Lord what is best way that you want me to go, which direction. And he'll tell you. He'll tell you. Yeah. What else names you got, brother? Uh, Jamal. Oh, brother. <laughs> Jamal Mamalius, the man, the legend, the natural high. That guy, hyper to the max, 150 miles an hour. He was our original guitar player, also with Brother Wayne. Uh, he had a he holds a nice skank. However, you couldn't keep him still. He was all over the place. Uh, he would come practice, not come practice, show up at the gig, play, whatever. But he could do backflips. Remember the time when he was on the, what do you call that? The bicycle. Yeah, he was on the bicycle. And he was doing all this. Watch this, watch this. I'm going to do this thing called the lawnmower. And we all sit back and watch him. And he started doing 360s with, with the bike. The bike is almost on the ground. And he's holding him on the pedal. He's standing on the pedal with his one hand on the handlebar. And he's doing one circle like a lawnmower. And then he, <laughs> he grabs the handlebars and then he does a 360. And then he does all kinds of bunny hops and flips and all this kind of stuff. All on the bike. And if you think about that, that was his personality. <laughs> 
in his mind, that's what he was doing. He was doing backflips. He was doing forward flips. <laughs> he was doing shoulder rolls. In fact, break dancing. He was doing all of that too. Popping. He could do the robot real good. Uh, that, like I said, break dancing, popping, locking, and then bike, skateboard, surf. We used to take him wherever we went. He went with us. You know, he was just an entertainer. One of those entertainers, um, there's another legend, the legend of all legends that we're going to talk about soon. But Mr. Jamal Mamalias, you the man, bro. Miss you, and I hope you still hype on. And uh, take care of your monster that you have. <laughs> <laughs> we know what we're talking about. I think we're going to have to get both of you guys in there one time <laughs> and see what, see what happens. The like. guy is gifted. Guys gifted there too. You yeah, yeah. You guys are both <laughs> gifted in your guys' own rights, you know. Right, right totally, on, bro. Totally. Miss that guy. Yeah, miss that guy. What we got? What, what we got? about? I'm going to name three names. Ooh, what? Okay, here we go. Keaton. Yes. Keone. Ross. My three brother-in-laws right there. Starting from the oldest, Ross Macariola. He was my classmate, and uh, we paddled together um, for Kaniohe Canoe Club. In fact, I was a steersman, and he was sitting right in front of me, number five. Uh, Brother Ross, everybody used to call him Lips. That was his uh, nickname, Lips, because, you know, he had lips. And uh, (laughs) Brother Ross, he was also gifted in mechanics, too. You could fix your car. You could body work your car. One day, I smashed my mom's Audi. The door went slide open, and I hit one pole in reverse. And he would fix them for me. And at least I could close the door and then take them home and get licks from my mom because it was an Audi. But Brother Ross, he would bail me out. He's with Jesus right now, too. Miss him. I love him. Never forgot about that, brother. And there's so much. What can't you say about him? <laughs> and then um brother Katen, Mr. Um to himself, super quiet. Hey gang, you know Slime Mongoose. He was never like that. He was quiet, shy, head down, mind his own business, smiling, happy go lucky. All good. No bother me. I get my own thing going on, but I love all you guys. And then that one day, I went ask him, right, they be my percussion player for the band. They play with us. And he goes, shoots. And that's all he said. And then next thing you know, look at him now. He's like one, <laughs> kind of like one superstar now <laughs> with his rap that he does. Yeah, his yeah. dance hall, his yeah. ragamuffin version of, of what he does. With one on one and and hot like fire, mm-hmm. you know he's he's parts like that and wow that came out of nowhere man. Yeah. And finally Keone, Keone was the youngest of the three, and he was like my younger brother. And um, I, I was I'm surprised choices again. He went down the more rough avenue, uh, but no matter he's still the same Keone. You know he's. Very talented too. Very good with his hands. You know, as far as being the bass player, he had just as much desire as I did. But on the bass, I would he would come home from from school, and I would have a bass line ready for him that I would have him on my VHS ready to play, and he would pick him up within five minutes, and he would have it. And okay, let's go downstairs. So we run downstairs into the practice room, plug in. And jam it. Okay, we got him. So wait for the rest of the band. So we came, when the band came to practice, okay, let's do this. We got this. We got to find out what key that is because he never knew what key was playing in also. He goes, oh, what key are you playing this in? Oh, I don't know. It's right here. And he would show you his finger what key or what string no. that, that note was on. So he didn't know it was B flat or C or, or, or you know, whatever, right? He just go, it's right here. And Wayne was the most educated one with chords. So he knew what chord was that by tone and by visual. And that's how we would do a song. But anyway, going back to Ons, yeah, that's the three brothers, man, right there, the Macariola brothers. And I just saw him 
uh, about a week ago, less than a week ago. No, about a week ago of today. And he looks good. So he looks the same. And God bless his heart. He's doing better. And uh, I told him, so hot, bro. Let's get together again. Let's jam. Drum and bass. Let's do this. Ain't nobody tell me. Shh, let me know. All right. Yeah. He told me that. Let me know. That Say, would be shoot. awesome, man. That would be a full reunion right there with the original cats. Yeah. yeah. So he was always, again, uh, yeah, choices. Yeah, he was, wasn't available, put it that way. He wasn't available. But now he's available. And now clean, I think. I'm pretty sure it's clean. been clean. And um, ready. Ready to start another turn in his life. Yeah, another chapter in his life. So, yeah, K-10. Kioni and Butter Ross. Oh, what about what is your uh, best junior boy story? Oh, <laughs> oh 